One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our amusement, and hopefully yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me, as always, is Ken Absock. I have been missing the chance to fight, Joseph. The I know. The holiday season kind of, you know, it's a time of 
peace and family and love, and I just want to fight with Star Wars characters. That's right. It's also a time of often misunderstanding and fighting when you shouldn't, and that's what this podcast oh, yeah, is all it, about, it right? It inspired me. That yeah. inspired me, but I'm glad to be back as always. <laughs> and uh, we also have the wonderful Jennifer Landa here. I am so excited. I have just recovered from a terrible cold, and I, too, am ready to fight. <laughs> yeah. Got my energy back. And speaking of fighting in colds, we also have another great guest who is fighting a cold, <laughs> Mike true. Black. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm fighting a cold and the trade blockade they set up in my neighborhood, which didn't allow me to get to the freeway to get here on time, so I'm just was, happy to be here. Were there actual the, the donut chips of the Trade Federation blocking the 101? Or? That's one way of looking at it. What actually happened is they put up a street fair and oh. didn't tell me about it. Uh, yeah. And oh, so that's... they were like, oh, you can't leave yet. Yeah. When can I leave? When everyone's done having fun today, you can leave. <laughs> so I tri- I just drove my car out into the circus and <laughs> left because I was like, I only have a half block to risk. Uh-huh. Most of the kids are on the other side. It'll be fine. You took down a corn dog stand, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? That's awesome. I nearly did. And not the way I normally do. Nor- <laughs> normally I do it with, with grim determination, my appetite. Uh, As always, fresh from destroying a corn dog or two. We're delighted. <laughs> to have Mike Black, one of our favorite guests. Uh, we're going to get right into this. Uh, this is yeah. our second Rogue One episode. We Ooh. had one Rogue One specific episode. This is the first Rogue One episode uh, that I put together and I wanted to do, but I wanted to wait until you were here, Jennifer. Oh my gosh. Because our first combatant is indeed <gasps> everybody's favorite space monkey, Bistan. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, we're no. diving in. I yeah. mean, I kind of oh, knew no. it was coming. I kind of knew we wanted oh, this shit. to happen. We yeah. wanted Jennifer have to have to fight Put Bistan into the fighting ring. Here. Yeah, this has been months coming. When Bistan right. was first revealed, and and Jennifer looked at Bistan, and there were cartoon hearts where your eyes should be <laughs> when you saw Bistan. Yeah, and you know you are not alone. He's 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 amazing. We only got a little mm. bit of them in the film, so we're going to get a lot more today. Thank goodness. But I'm conflicted, because who is he going to be fighting against? I know, I know. We'll find out in just one moment. Oh but okay. first, here is what the official StarWars.com databank has to say about him. If you're a first-time listener for some reason, uh, that's part of what this show is. It's why it's called Databank Brawl. We get this information straight from the StarWars.com databank, so we know it is fresh, we know it is canon. Sometimes we learn some surprising things, and then we'll go to the wilds of Wikipedia for more info if we want it. But here's what the official databank says. The efforts of the Rebellion have drawn warriors from across the galaxy, mm-hmm. fighting to liberate their homes and free their people from the oppression of the Empire. Though Bistan wants to ensure the freedom of fellow Lakaru, truth is, he'd rather fight no matter what, <laughs> relishing the thrill yes! of action. <laughs> so we do get something. Sometimes with these smaller characters, it's just sort of like, well, they fought in the battle of blah, blah, blah. But here we get a great character detail. He's a fighter. He just wants to fight. He's built for this show. So let's talk a little bit uh, before we reveal the next combatant about our reactions to Bistan. Uh, Mike, <laughs> I'm going to throw to you. Do, did you. Were you excited when you saw this character yeah. pop up? I like him for a couple of reasons off the bat. First of all, he has Wolverine's haircut, <laughs> which already said to me he's a fighter. I didn't yeah. have to read any bio. I was like, this guy fights a lot because you can't rock the prodigy haircut without <laughs> someone starting crap with you at some point. You know? So, and he's little, he's like a scrappy little, yeah. I, I have a 
desperate fear. Like, everyone has different phobias. Mine is being beaten to death by a really small guy. <laughs> but, like, I'm afraid I'll... Because they're easily offended. Yeah. And, like, I'm afraid I'll say the wrong thing one day. Next thing I know, he's just beating the hell out of me until I'm dead. Right. And so... He plays into my deepest fear. <laughs> and he's wearing a space suit with armor on it, and I don't really think he needs either one. No. I think he just wears it to throw people off because he it's like a uh, like a booby trap almost where he's like, people will be like, oh, if I get that space suit off him, he's screwed. No, he's not. He'll no, no, be no. just fine without it. Yeah, yeah. He so, probably has like razor sharp nipples or something <laughs> under yeah. there. Some, yeah, who knows what's under there? Some other hidden weaponry. I love the idea of a sort of come at me bro haircut. <laughs> yeah. And I think you're totally right. Ken, what were your feelings about Biston? I didn't, I've never thought that he was a, a fire starter, a twisted fire starter <laughs> until this moment. <laughs> That's why I love that Mike Black is on the show here. Um, <laughs> I, I had a great reaction, much like you guys, just upon hearing him uh, or seeing him for the first time and hearing that. Like, ah! Um, yeah. <laughs> I've told him before, it's weird. One of my favorite movies is Memphis Bell, and that's a movie about the bombers in World War II, and there's gunners, and there's belly gunners, and I always wanted a Star Wars story to have a belly gunner. Yeah. And yeah. so it seems so weird, but when I saw that, like <laughs> this guy, and he's in the belly of the ship, and he's, I'm like, I'm on board. And then the yeah. Rogue, Rogue One, uh, or the Scarif DLC pack comes out for Battle front and there's a you can pick up a little little card charge card or whatever and you, you are in the belly of a u-wing oh, nice. and you're shooting down you have a minute to, 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 to you see his, his little his yeah. little space you monkey hands you don't see his oh. space monkey hands but but it's good so i went into rogue one just so excited for for bistan or bistain or b as we call him around my household here <laughs> and um may have been a tragic end Maybe we'll see about that. But uh, it's such a what, what a great, fun little Star Wars character. Yeah. I wouldn't say that to his face, though. Yeah, yeah right. I'm, yeah, for myself, I'm going to love anything yeah. that is uh, described as a space monkey. Right. Uh, like, right. I love monkeys. Uh, squirrel monkeys, way up there, my favorite thing. <laughs> you put two great things together, you're going to get something great. Uh-huh. Space and monkey are both awesome. Uh, and then, man, this is one of the Star Wars characters who fits everything straight down the line. The first thing we saw of him is that warrior scream that is terrifying. <laughs> We learn that he does indeed uh, like to fight. And then what is he doing in the film? He's going after a knee. He shoots the at act in mm-hmm. the knee. He will not stop mm-hmm. shooting the A T A C T in the knee. And that's exactly what a scrappy little fighting yeah, monkey little would do. It'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna bite the knee, shoot it in the knee. So I, I love <laughs> old knee fighter. That is a Patrick Swayze word of wisdom in the <laughs> yeah. film Roadhouse. Yes, yes. Take the biggest man in the world, take out his knee, and he'll drop like a stone. <laughs> there you <laughs> exactly. go. So Jennifer, I wanted to save you for last to share your your emotions, your feelings, your reactions to Biston. Uh, my love for him is just is continues even after we didn't get to see as much as of him in the film as I would have liked but sure. uh he just is he's aggro he's he's like a little <laughs> you know Joe Pesci <laughs> yeah I love my only complaint was that we saw that he's a little bit bigger than I thought he was he's a little oh, taller yeah. Tall. I wanted him yeah, to like yeah. rocket you know so he's raccoons. not short enough for your liking no I want him I want him <laughs> tiny monkey size okay <laughs> I love, shorter meaner yeah, yeah I would have liked that but I'm all right yeah. I, and remember that footage of him at, I think it was like, where was it? Celebration? Yeah. And yeah, he just yeah. came out and he like extended his arms like a come at me, bro. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Pose. 
I was yeah. like, that's my monkey. <laughs> that's, that's my monkey. <laughs> that's if my he had monkey. just beaten up a bunch of people at the Star Wars celebration, how great would that be? <laughs> and they would have loved it. Those people, they, they each get a free T-shirt. That's That'd be great. I got beat up by the stand, and all I got was this T-shirt. He went down to the food court, and he waited for someone to buy nachos, and he just punches <laughs> yeah. them in the knee and takes their nachos <laughs> at the food court. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and oh, our knee punching, nacho taking space monkey <laughs> is going to be fighting a random shore trooper. Oh, oh wow! Please, Look at this. Please, please, this guy's going down. <laughs> it does seem that way a little bit from our, our, our up talking of Biston. Uh, so here's what the official StarWars.com databank has to say, uh, say about the shore trooper. I'm already saying sh mm. instead of s because of shore trooper. Specialist stormtroopers stationed at the top secret Imperial military headquarters on Scarif, shore troopers patrol the beaches and bunkers of the planetary facility. So, uh, again, it clarifies what we were told for a while there. It was confusing about whether they were going to be shore troopers mm-hmm. or whether they were just going to be uh, stormtroopers who are on Scarif. And that's what stormtroopers on Scarif look like. But now we know, yes, they are shore troopers in their specific to Scarif. Mm-hmm. Uh, I included them because I really like the look of them. Mm-hmm. And also, I like just sometimes having a random trooper because uh, we give a lot of character to him, especially when we have Mike Black here. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out about the life of this <laughs> random shore trooper. Not just going to be a cool guy in armor. It's going to be a living, breathing person in this yeah. shore trooper armor. Uh, but, Ken, I'm going to start with you this time. How, how did you feel about the shore trooper? Uh, love him. Love the design. You talk about the design. That's part of the, the fun of being a Star Wars fan and just early on. Like I always say, I love the Biker Scouts. Biker mm-hmm. Scouts are my favorite. I just love that look. There's something about them that's different, and I like that they're different. Um, it seems, this is, gets into an odd side conversation I've had before, but in my previous line of work, where it was a uniformed kind of business, and having different uniforms. There'd be days I'd yeah. go to work in Class Bs, days I'd be wearing tactical pants, days I'd be mm-hmm. wearing full dress, Class As. Um, tactical pants? Tactical pants. Um, <laughs> oh, that's almost as that good as Space Monkey for me. Space Monkey pants. <laughs> I, I, ha- I can recommend some good tactical pants. I Joseph. want tactical um, pants. I'd be in suit and tie, and so I liked. I like. I've just always grown up with uh, these uh, different little outfits, yeah. you know, and working with. Um, you know, if you see, it's so funny if you see bicycle cops and people make fun of them. Those are actually hi- higher. Those are specialized units. Yeah, and they're usually top-notch guys who are on the bike units or, or women too. I should say uh, clearly. Um, and uh, so the shore troopers are that. Yeah. If you read into the story, they are. They go in, in as as a rank. They're like sergeants. They're already above. They're commanding the stormtroopers because they're specialized units. They're almost like SWAT teams. Mm. So once I was reading that, yeah. Um, thank you to the Rogue One Visual Dictionary. I just was even more on board. I think they're so cool. I love on the Scarif Battlefront DLC packet, you get to run around as a shore trooper. Yeah. They're, they're great design. One of my favorite things in Rogue One. Cool. And how about you, Mike? Uh, I don't like them. I, no, <laughs> flat out on I, I hadn't even compared them to bike cops yet, and I, and I already didn't like them. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm tempted to just leave it at that. That's great. Go ahead. End. No, uh, what I don't like is that I've always thought of the color scheme that Lucas had in mind of the like the monochromatic bad guys. Yeah. And these guys are way too colorful in my mind. To, and, and they use camouflage. And I was like, yeah. th- it reminds me too much of the other side. I was like, mm. this is what I would do if a rebel had some of their armor. And okay. Paint it up fancy Interesting. like this. Yeah. You know, but uh, to that these guys were sanctioned, especially before the first, 
first Death Star that that the Empire was cool with them having like all these colorful outfits and stuff like that. I just didn't buy it. You okay, know? but uh, I guess if they're tougher and better at their job, and and I I guess the same about bike cops. Now I'm learning this new information. I guess they're all right. Well, just remember, we can, yeah. we can use all of this in our narrative. We'll see yeah. what kind of short trooper. We'll see if it is a colorful short trooper who loves painting on their armor or a vicious bike cop in space. Uh, Jennifer, how did you feel about the short trooper? I mean, I thought they looked cool, but my thing was it was the joke. They're a short trooper. They're just patrolling the beach. You know, they don't. They're really. They are see listed a lot of here as coastal defender stormtroopers. Okay? Oh, yeah. it's you know like Baywatch. If you have to tell people your name, like what your name exactly. is, that's part of the problem. Yeah, I'll have you know, sir, that I defend the entire coast. <laughs> Have you seen Scarif? It's mostly yeah, coast. It's mostly yeah. coast. <laughs> I mean, really, there's coast. more coast than anything else. <laughs> uh, we, it's, it's just sad that we didn't get to see the palm tree troop- troopers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. they're, so, they're going down. Okay, He's going right. down. That's enough, what I'm saying. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. I, I will say again that I just I love them aesthetically, and I do love that all of the new things that are popping up in Rogue One are giving, uh, being given meaning. That they right, have a reason right. for being there. Right. And I like that. You know what? I think part of it is my Stormtrooper, my Kenner action figure that I held on to forever, kind of looked like a Shore Trooper because he got that little patina That's of that, dirt yeah, and yeah, dust. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just now realizing there's Sun a faded. deep childhood reason why, like, that is the way Stormtrooper armor should look. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, oh, and I should add that even though I dislike them outright and everything... Yeah. I bought six of the Star Wars black ones yeah. that were exclusive at Toys R Us because I was like, well, they do look kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I may not go along with the narrative, but I like how they look. Okay. <laughs> and I would like to see narratively that they are very invested in defending the coast. So we'll remember yes. as we're going to. Uh, Ken, these yeah. are kind of fresh characters, but yeah. do you is there much more on Bistain or the Short Trooper um, on know, Wikipedia? Uh, not a ton. It's it's Like I said, there's no chance for it to be in Legends yet, and uh, mm-hmm. so there's not a lot. You can go to the rankings of what the certain blue marks and red marks and white marks mean on the, the, the shore troopers. On Bistane, a lot of what you, you've already said, but I, I do want to say his quote. Ooh, the quote yeah. about, it's about Bistane. It comes from Sergeant Melshi, who's kind of the uh, Scottish-sounding rebel soldier yeah. leading charge on the beach there, and he just says simply, Bistane's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no one else I'd rather cover me in a hot landing zone. Exactly. Yeah. A yeah. hot landing zone. Yeah. This is the Baywatch episode right. of yeah. Databank yeah. Brawl, it, for it's sure. It's the Baywatch like, Nights. The stain is uh, yes. 1.73 meters tall, hair color black, which is, that's not mm, true. That's yeah. maybe fur color. Uh, yeah. Eye color red, skin color light. Uh, I don't, yeah, Jennifer's pulled him up, yeah. and I see, yeah, a light gray and a white. Yeah. A, white, a brown? Yeah. Light brown? Yeah. yeah maybe, light brown. Maybe um, yeah. Short troopers, of course. Uh, oh, they're talking about the top of the They don't. They have sizes oh. will be various, but they carry an E-22 blaster rifle and an E-11 blaster rifle as uh, the more common stormtrooper blaster rifle. So they have the standard too. stormtrooper blaster rifle that we know yeah. well. And then the, the other one, the, the E-11, is longer? Is no, the E-11 is the normal the, E-22 uh, blaster rifle. Oh, the rifle, It's yeah. the longer one, I believe, that you see in the movie there, yeah. too. So they are a normal size, not like the death troopers, which are a taller uh, uh, special uh group that follows chronic around they're they're normal sized okay so we are going to keep everything that we've discussed in mind we know who these characters are up to a point uh we'll delve a little bit more into who the shore trooper is but for now it is time for them to fight 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, normally... I throw this out a little bit more into interpretation, but uh, or, or ideas about where we start. But I have a place I want to start. Do Ooh. it. Uh, so I want to start. Do it. Yeah. So uh, right after Rogue One, okay. the film that we have seen. Wow. Now, in my head canon, Bistan mm-hmm. most definitely survives. Thank okay. You. He's a survivor. Okay. Yeah, wow. He's a fighter. Mm-hmm. It's a massive tidal wave. I'm gonna say that maybe because we don't know yet his his species, Lakaru, uh-huh. are great at burrowing into the ground. <gasps> Think that yeah. Ewing crashes, everybody else has died. <laughs> Bistain's ready to fight, and he sees a tidal, a huge explosion, tidal wave. He says, ah, which is a swear word in his language. Right. And he burrows, he burrows, and he burrows. I love that. Yeah. It makes yeah. so much sense. Yeah. And I think that there is a random shore trooper who has survived mm. as well, because mm. what do they do? They do coastal defense. 
What right. do coasts usually have to defend against? Tidal waves. Tidal right. waves. Mm. So I'm sure he is trained in some way. Mm. Any ideas on how the shore trooper survived? Throwing it open to anybody who's got an oh, idea? Boy. Well, what I'm picturing is like uh, Bastain burrowing into a cave, like eventually hitting a cave. Oh, he's, he's going down, down, down. To down. The shore, you know, and then the shore trooper just happened to be stationed in that area. So you think Bastain actually crawled all the way into the ground and then took a series of tunnels and emerged on a different island? I think it was more like just, no, just like he just kept burrowing and uh, through luck hit a pocket. Okay. It was like, oh, this leads to a big, expansive okay. uh, cave area, you know. Oh, and you think mm. a shore trooper... Uh, ran away from the tidal wave and took refuge underground. I would. Like a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> a bunker Fair enough. So, okay, so we're already uh, getting a sense of who the, what the short trooper's character is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sees the battle is lost. Smart. He yeah. or she. You're uh, not going to uh, fight a tidal wave with a blaster rifle. I don't care what yeah. classification it is. <laughs> you know. Let's make the stormtrooper a she. Let's say that, uh, that okay. she, she, under the armor, saw that, oh, well, this is not going well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I believe that was indeed the secret weapon that I've heard about. Uh, I think... Mm-hmm. Stardust just fired on us. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, I was gonna... waiting around to find out what Black Saber was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's like, "No, screw this." Uh, I happen to know where there's this uh, this right. cave underneath in the cave. Mm. So in the caves underneath Scarif. Underneath okay. Scarif. Mm. It's, uh, it's almost in the planet core. Almost in the planet. <laughs> it's very deadly. So uh, so Ken, mm-hmm. this this. Don is, uh, he's, he's waiting for his chance to strike. And I think mm. this is, not, not much has happened yet. Right. Like, the, the tidal wave has just washed everything away. No other Imperial troops have come down to, to right. cleanse the planet yet. Right, right. Uh, I think Bistan comes across the shore trooper. Mm-hmm. What's the shore trooper doing? The shore trooper uh, is, uh, they know how to survive on the coast. They're not just defenders of the coast, they're coastal survivalists. So they're de- <laughs> she's down there. Um, um, she's down there. I'll have you know. Have you know, sir. <laughs> um, I'm learning so much about this. Oops. Uh, TK, TK 4242 is her name. TK 4242. TK, TK 4242 is her name. And uh, she's down there and she's, she's roasting up some snacks on a little fire she started with her survivalist kit. Okay, mm. so she is a full on survivalist. Like yes. she is thought about this. She's got rations down she, there. She wow. knows what's happened. She knows that the, that Stardust has fired. Uh, Krennic is dead. The Empire seems to have lost their first battle. She's panicked. She's not, um, you know, she's not afraid, but she she's just mind is a little lost. But she yeah. needs to calm down, eat, have some rations. She's okay. cooking up some rations. She's cooking up some rations. Right. Mm. Okay. Now, Jennifer, mm-hmm. Bistan is lurking around in the dark. He is. He, he knows he can't go to the surface yet. He's making a plan. He's, he, he wants to fight, right? right. Uh, so he wants to fight. So as soon as he comes across the shore trooper, does he do any reconnaissance, or does he just scream and go charging in? I think that he smells the food. Ooh, Whatever yeah. she's cooking. It's been a while since he ate. You know, <laughs> do you battle smell and- what the shore trooper's cooking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. S'mores. I don't know. That's what I want. Imperial s'mores. Imperial s'mores. S'more rations. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so Bistan smells the s'more rations. Yeah, he smells it. And really at that point, it's about getting the food more than anything. Okay. He just is like zeroed in and he's got to get it at whatever cost. So he's thinking about survival too. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is a beautiful picture. He smells it and he's moving in. And now we have the... We we tell these kind of stories about like World War I times where Mm -hmm. people... Came over the trench and celebrated Christmas together. Oh, Here are these fun. two violent combatants who just had a huge, frightening battle, uh-huh. and then the world itself erupted around them. 
And now are they coming together in a moment of peace, or are they immediately at one another's throats? I'll let, let Mike answer, but there is a moment <laughs> in my mind where this is almost could be another ver- a Star Wars version of the movie Enemy Mine. Okay. Oh, where, yeah. Where there you could know, be a moment Dennis of Quaid, peace. Dennis Quaid, Louis Gossett mm. Jr.'s alien. Like, this could be... Yeah. A, a good touching story. Now we know Bistan. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, we know who Bistan is emotionally. He wants yeah. to fight. But who is this shore trooper? There's a moment where the shore trooper sees that a space monkey is running. Oh, the shore trooper right. turns and sees this. What does this shore trooper think and feel? She probably is ready to draw down on him. Okay. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that would be her first instinct. It would have to be. Right. But then she probably, I'd imagine his uniform is pretty scuffed up at this point, if, it's, right, right. if he's still even wearing it. And she probably... <laughs> That's you know, like, a great image. Like, uh, I'm going to go with that. Bistan is topless. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Tattered That's hands. That's Yeah. So, so I, she probably just goes, oh, she realizes he wants food mm. and probably just makes an offering of some rations right. just to see, you okay. know, so you think like, she, I, this guy might not be anybody. He might just be some creature. Right. Yeah, it so, could be creatures that live under Scarif and, and she didn't know, right? And even right. on a survivalist point of view, if I feed him a little food, I may get to eat him later. <laughs> right, okay. true. You know? True. That's, that's a yeah, good plan. Yeah, I like this. You are doubling down on the strategic nature Did of the short like troopers. a Scarif shore monkey? A Scarif yeah. shore monkey. Okay. You know, like you have. Every planet's got a shore something. <laughs> Sounds right. You know, that's why you yeah. have troopers, because every yeah. every planet has a shore something. <laughs> shore something. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that you are creating that. Uh, TK4242 thinks strategically. That's how yeah. she got this position, right. Uh, right. being in charge of those mindless, bumbling stormtroopers who just have <laughs> banal conversation about whether the T-15 or T-16 right. are coming up next. She thinks strategically. So she reaches out with uh, one hand, Big s'more ration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, it's often gets said in the Star Wars galaxy, you want this? Uh, yeah. But the other hand is yes. on her smaller <laughs> traditional yeah, Stormtrooper yeah. Like, blaster, yeah, the, yeah. the E-11. E-11. Yeah. The E-11. Uh, now, Ken, yeah. how, how does Bistan uh, react to this gesture of friendship? He is hungry above all things. Okay. So Bastan is crazy, as we know, but, you know. <laughs> but he's also hungry. This is a very this is a sentient, crazy hungry. sentient being. This isn't a crazy little uh, monkey <laughs> running around the sand. So he takes the food, and he starts nibbling. Oh. Mm. Not unlike a few years later we'd see Wicket do with uh, our beloved Princess Leia. Okay. Mm. He starts to nibble. TK4242 is like, oh, you did like that? I, I have more over here. And Bistain's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then throws the food in her eyes. Okay. Right. And jumps for her neck. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add one little detail that I'd like, because okay. I think that's a beautiful picture that you pointed. Yeah. I think is he's, is he's eaten that smart, and he's, yeah. he's thinking about, uh, I'm recharging my batteries for the thrill of action. Yeah. I think there's actually a, a little bit of blood splattered on the shore trooper's armor. Gotcha. And he yeah. smells the blood. And that gets the thrill of action oh, back, yeah, and he reminds shoot. it reminds himself what this is about. Mm. Right? Which one of my friends? Which one of those kind of wussy rebels who had to be forced to fight? Right? Did this yeah. shore trooper take out? Yeah. Mm. I also think that something about her condescending tone <laughs> you want this? was was what finally set him off. Was like, yeah, yeah, I want this. Yeah, who yeah. doesn't want this? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, the question is, do you want this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jennifer, share with us the noise that this topless, raging space monkey makes as it goes for the shore trooper's exposed throat. <laughs> 
It's like a battle cry. A battle cry. Yeah. Uh, with mm-hmm. bit, bits of s'more ration oh, just right. spattering mm-hmm. the short This is and literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to fruition right now. Offering someone some, and they just, <laughs> and just beat the crap out of it. Here in Mike Black's darkest dreams, <laughs> the space monkey attaches itself uh, to the shore trooper TK 4242's <laughs> necks and is just getting in there. What What is happening next in your nightmare? A lot Mike? of gnawing. A lot of gnawing. Oh. We yeah. go just straight to nine. Oh, yeah, wow. he fights dirty. Okay, so is he? <laughs> I would expect monk. that. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. So we got the kind of armored neck, right? But is he yeah. trying to get the mask off? Is he trying to get to flesh underneath? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wants, I think it's one of the, like, wants there's a lot of this, the, he's pushing up on the mask, and, and, and she's trying to hold him off, and a lot of, like, uh, you know, rolling around on the ground, and okay, I, so I think he gets of, that helmet like off. Like, yeah. tugging. And yeah. Like, oh, so he, yeah. Get, he gets Pounding the helmet off. Yeah. Gets, gets the advantage, and is actually almost on top of yeah. her shoulders, and it's like, finally, the... <laughs> The helmet okay. comes off. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like her head is a giant nut, and he's yeah. trying to crack the shell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. there's a little bit of squirrel in this yeah. space monkey, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Uh, okay, but sh- but the TK forty two forty two is of course in deep, almost paralyzing fear. <laughs> right. But yeah. Jennifer, she's yeah. a strategist. So she is. what what can you know that old question? What can one do when a space monkey is just assaulting your neck and face? That's a good question. I mean, <laughs> it, can you really rash, like rationalize with with mm. a creature like that at that point? But strategy so is up? deep in her instincts. So yeah. What does she have She's around a high her? High level trooper. How high could she get a, even a slightly leg? <laughs> yeah. How could she even get a slight leg up? Mm, I think that she would maybe say, "Okay, okay, okay, you win, you win." Okay. Maybe she's going to try to psych him out. Psych him out. Appease uh-huh. his ego. You know, the, he he's a small creature, and she's like, "You you're you're mighty." You are. <laughs> oh, oh, she plays to it. So she really intuitively psychoanalyzes him. Yeah. That what he likes to hear <laughs> is a short agro monkey. He wants to be validated in well, how badass. You said that to get out of dates. You're very mighty. You're very, you're, what is this thing? Like, like, why? I do love this. So yes, TK forty two forty two screams out. You're mighty. You're so mighty. Oh my god, I've never met someone so mighty. Holy Wait shit, a minute, this mighty. Is going down a different path. No, I know. It's not. No, it's it's out of care. Not any. Good. It's good. Still good. It's still good. good. Oh, she, she really. So, I, what horrible last words those would be. To, you're so mighty. <laughs> this gives Viston just a little bit of pause. Viston stops and and, and just uh, he, he he sees a reflection of himself in her discarded helmet, and he takes a moment to just enjoy himself, and maybe he yeah. licks his paw and he strokes his little eyebrow hair. And yeah. He really likes makes it. it look good. He yeah. likes being called mighty, yes. and this gives TK forty two forty two just a moment to at least get in some sort of physical combat attack. Ken, mm. what does she do? The campfire's still going. Oh, yeah. Oh. So she makes a sudden movement with her right arm, grabs the back of Vistain's head, and just simply pushes his face <gasps> into the campfire. <gasps> into right the fire? into the fire. Grilled yeah. shore oh, monkey. She Bernie. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no. There wasn't good smells to begin no. with. Oh, yeah. We're going... Bad. Shore Trooper, her natural oh, enemy is water. God. She fights it with fire. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It all makes great, oh. solid, strategic sense. Absolutely. Okay, uh, now suddenly Bistan's not feeling so mighty. No. He's no. feeling, put it out, put those, it out. Those eye, yeah. eyebrows are burning. <laughs> yeah. The tips of those eyebrows are singed off. 
Exactly. Jennifer, what does Bistan sound like when he is screaming in his own language, put it out, put it out? <laughs> put it out, put it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like baby cry. Baby cry, yeah. More right. intense. Mighty baby cry. Like wow. baby werewolf cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, and I think now he is just headbutting the sand. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it is getting everywhere. <laughs> as it does. As it, yes. as, as it is wont. As it does. <laughs> I think in the short trooper has a decision in that moment, Mike, and it's either she goes in for the kill to put this aggro monkey down, or she makes a break for it. She knows these caves. Yeah, she could maybe right. hide. Does she make a break for it, or she does she try to put Biston down? I think she starts pistol whipping him. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Wow. oh, wow. This wow. is the time to do it. This, yeah. if this is the moment. Yeah. Okay, wow. It really is. It's It's the stakes don't get any higher than someone trying to bite your face off. So I, I think if you're ever going to pistol whip someone, that's the time to do it this while they're the on moment. fire. This is the moment. This is a distracted. You know. Right out of Mike Black's Fear Nightmare playbook. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, if you see a weakness, yeah. just start pistol button. Okay, wow. So she is whacking Bistan about the head and shoulders as he is uh, putting his fire out by right. whapping his face right, right. into the sand. This is not a pretty picture. Um, I think at this point we'll go ahead and pause the fight because this is the moment where, oh, it's, it's escalating, it's escalating. It's escalating. It, it could be anybody's game because Bastan has the fury, the shore yeah. trooper has the strategy, a classic battle, but now I need to take the temperature of the room and figure out who we want to win, and then we'll, we'll finish our narrative. Who do we want to win? Who should win? Right. Uh, mm. I know it's hard. Uh, Ken, are you okay if I start with you? Are you Yeah, ready? no, I'm fine with that. Uh, I, I, I think... Obviously, who I want to win is Bistan. Bistan. Uh, Bistan. Uh, Bistan. Um, big old B. Uh, want him to win. Mighty B. There's so much emotional value to his victory. Yeah. Um, but I do respect the training and the uh, skill set of TK4242. She's wearing her tactical pants. Yeah. I just think, though, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, a person who is going to fight just for the thrill of it is going to defeat someone who's just simply trained to fight when they need it. Good points. Yeah. Good points. Be Mike Black. Yeah, I, and I think he's got a lot more to fight for at, at this particular right. juncture. Mm-hmm. You know, food, shelter. Uh, they did just kill all of his friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's he's got a lot more fight in him. Okay. And so... That's who I feel should win at the same time she does have two guns. True, <laughs> true, that, true. That makes me think she has as good a chance. Right. But if, if it were up to me, it would be Bastan. Okay, yeah. okay. But she did make a fear-based choice, which I think you illustrated well, <laughs> right. of yeah. whacking him. Uh, yeah. A, 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 fury, Ooh, a just fear choice instead of shooting him. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer, has anything moved you away from Bastan? No. Because he has the fire. Stand by your man. Oh, absolutely. Stand by your Bastan. He's looking grim right now. Stand by (laughs) Bastan. I mean, yeah. Even though he's shirtless. Oh, man. No, but he he has the spirit of the fight in him. Mm -hmm. And he's a skilled marksman. 
So I Ooh, think yeah. that could be his way mm. to take mm. it, oh, yeah. take it home. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm agreeing with this as well. I I like the short troopers a lot. I like that we gave mm-hmm. TK forty two forty two the pride of being a good strategist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has also just been betrayed by the Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, she thinks a lot about survival, not about the fury of the kill, not about the joy of the battle. I think those are all great points. So I think we have to give this to Bistan. Good try, mm-hmm. Shore Trooper. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and I'm going to let you guys all weigh in, mm-hmm. and we'll paint this beautiful picture of horrific violence. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bistan, uh, he, you know, he's, he's hurt. That yeah. hurts a lot, but he can take a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he recognizes, even in his fury, that uh, this, this is a strategic type person, uh, but, but I'm, I've got her on the ropes because she's acting out of fear. Mm-hmm. She could have just shot me in the back of the head after that cool fire move. So yeah. th- he thinks, I'm just going to take it for a few minutes, mm. much like Wolverine would do. Yeah. Right? Mm. And so I think he just lets her whack, 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 whack. And then he is still for a moment. And she like drops a blaster and catches her breath. She thinks she's safe. But oh my God, she's not safe. Mm-hmm. So she is collecting herself, thinking mm-hmm. about what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, flashes of all of her poor life choices are flashing before her <laughs> eyes. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she looks uh, behind her for just a second to think about what she should do next. What's behind me in the cave? Should I go deeper in the cave? And in that split second, when she comes back, where her knee used to be mm-hmm. is Bistan. He right. is attacking her knee <laughs> like nothing has been ever attacked before. Right. Like you're the hungriest person in the world, and you're presented with a buffet. Yeah. That is her knee to Bistan it's right like now. It's like an old-school Riviera-style buffet. That's right. It's Vegas <laughs> yeah. at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. You haven't ate all night. <laughs> You've yep. had 18 martinis, and now free buffet mm-hmm. of knees. Mm. Mm-hmm. What happens next, Ken? Um, she tries to struggle. This is pay- the the sounds. The, the, the if you've ever heard just the gristle of a knee being eaten by a space monkey, you just please don't avoid it. Um, it the sounds. She tries s- so hard to fight her way back. At one point, maybe kicking Bastan off, uh, and he f- he's a rebel. Rebels fight a little dirty. You have to. Yeah. He takes a scoop of sand and throws it up into her face. Oh, he just buries the yeah. sand in her face. Retribution for what happened to his face. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Black, what happens next? We got uh, we got an injured knee. We got sand in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, he tried pouncing on her before, and that didn't work. And there are those guns. <laughs> so and he likes he, guns. He casually walks over to the guns while she's hobbling around and flailing blind and takes the smaller one. And shoots her in the neck. Okay, he shoots her <laughs> in the neck. <laughs> yeah. All right, where he started. Real mean. Okay. And, and lets out a... <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah. <laughs> one hand is blasting, yeah. the other paws in the yeah. air. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> uh, uh, Jennifer, do, do a scream of victory for us. No. <laughs> Okay. Something like that. And now, Jennifer, I'm going to let you... Very salacious crumbs scream of victory. Yeah, yeah. It bleeds together sometimes. <laughs> Jennifer, I'm going to let you finish this battle off. Mm. So we've got a shore trooper who needs to be put out of their misery. Is Vistan <laughs> going to allow this shore trooper to live, or is he going to put her out of her misery? She is toddling around on one knee, sand in her face, a laser-burned neck. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. happens and in does she want to final live at this point? Vision? moment. What is the true end of the Battle of Scarif? He uh, extinguishes his eyebrow that was still burning. <laughs> it was still burning this whole time. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> They're highly flammable, his eyebrows. Oh my god. So just a little... <laughs> he takes one look at her, 
He starts to walk away, and then he just can't resist. The skilled marksman that he is, he just looks and <laughs> right in her head. Wow! <laughs> right in the head. She's, you know, she's, she's wow. almost making it. I imagine him doing the lived. James Bond spin around and fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. she thought it was over again. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Right. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. no such then, luck. Right between the eyes. Right between the eyes. A smoking <laughs> hole, courtesy of Gaston <laughs> the Space Monkey. Ta-da. Yeah. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> and his whole own movie begins. Yes, yes, yes. finally. <laughs> oh. By the way, the stones are forever. The smoking <laughs> hole is also a bar over in Sunset <laughs> in East LA. Yeah. East, East Sunset. East Sunset. That is. A, it's a beautiful conclusion. Any other little denouements that anybody want to add? Or are they happy with that? I am James so happy so with that one. So satisfied with that. Okay. And so he, happy with he that. He walks off to fight again. <laughs> Good job. TK4242, you tried your best, but no one can really stand up to an angry Vistan the Space Monkey. Thank you guys so much. Oh man, that lived up to my expectations (laughs) and far beyond. (laughs) A thing of true beauty. Uh, Guys, if you have characters that you want to see fight, feel free to tweet them at us. Use the hashtag databankbrawl so it's easier to find. Our next episode that we're recording, we're going to find a couple of characters that a lot of you guys have been making requests for for a long time. StarWars.com databank is slow to update, and I don't want to fight characters until they're on there. Uh, We did it with the holiday special because they're never going to be canon, (laughs) I don't think. Officially, officially canon. Uh, uh, But yeah, so er everybody has asked about one of our other favorites from Rogue One, Admiral Raddus. Mm. The second that Admiral Raddus is added to the (laughs) StarWars.com databank, uh, we will do a databank with... An emergency podcast. (laughs) Ken's going to get a call at 2 (laughs) a.m. Come over to my place, Ken. And I shall answer your call. (laughs) Raddus is on the databank. Let's probe that shield. Love it. Uh, so yeah, so let us know your suggestions. We're going to do more Rogue One. We're going to mix and match Rogue One with some of the other great characters across all of the expanse of Star Wars. Uh, Mike, want to start with you? Where can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Uh, all social media at Mike Black Attack. Nice. Any any? Oh, uh, uh, I'm doing a show. Sorry, I'm doing a show at the Improv, uh, middle of the month called the Nighttime Show. Oh, nice. Come check that out. Awesome. Awesome. Good friend Stephen Glickman on that. Jennifer? You can find me on all the social media sites at Jennifer Landa. Thank you guys for giving me the Bistan story that I've longed for. This is so satisfying. Of course. We were not going to do this episode without you. There's no way. No way in hell. And how about you, Ken? Hey, you can follow me at Ken Napsuck. And uh, I'm so happy to see Bistan in action and to know that he lives. Because if he lives, Joseph, then there's hope that Admiral Raddus will live on. That's right. <laughs> His next move might be yeah. saving Admiral Raddus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, of course, you can find Ken on all the Collider okay. video. You're doing your, your Knapsack files. Uh, Knapsack files is back up and running, all that kind of stuff there. Check out there. You can uh, find the Facebook page, the Knapsack files. And, yeah, so just follow me at Ken Knapsack, and I'll let you know what's going on. Cool. Uh, and for my plugs, guys, this week I am on the great Star Wars podcast, Star Wars Minute. They talk about the Star Wars films a minute at the time. This week uh, is Attack of the Clones. So I'm getting to go deep on Attack of the Clone. So uh, come check that out. Also, my other podcast, Obsessed, I'm doing a live show that is going to be about Rogue One. That's on February 10th at NerdMelt. You can find out about that on my website at josephscrimshot.com. You can find me on all the social media is at josephscrimshot. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's <laughs> it for Databank Brawl. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. AdWanted UK is the provider of single-source media data for agencies, media owners, brands, and academic institutions. And thanks to our rebranded news offering called The Media Leader, we can also lead the way in championing excellence and inclusion in the media industry. To find out more, simply visit the-media-leader.com to subscribe to our daily bulletins. The Media Leader from AdWanted UK.